Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome everybody to Hi. our first episode of It's Complicated on LA Talk Radio. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Lauren. Hello. Woo! We are so excited. Yeah, we are. We're so excited that we have some champagne. Whoa. Oh champagne. my god. Oh. <laughs> well, hi. That just exploded everywhere for everyone who can't see. And I literally almost just poked my eye out, but no it big looked, deal. It looked like it flew almost. You guys, it's a party. <laughs> it's a party in here. That pop of champagne was for us to celebrate because we are going to be drinking this these mimosas that we made for ourselves and because we are so lazy <laughs> we don't really want to like go out and get the champagne so we used thirsty app you guys have to get this download the app it's free and when you go on to thirsty app and you make your first purchase they bring alcohol to you they deliver alcohol to you you put in uh, the thirsty app code complicated like our your, radio show from us and you get eight dollars off of your first purchase I think that's a pretty sweet deal. I think it is, too. Well, anyway, so we're going to drink these mimosas. Yes, and we are. We hope that you guys are going to enjoy the show as much as we will be. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get we're going to enjoy it as we go on. Yeah. With the help of the, the Thirsty app. Uh, you know what, though? We're also drinking these because certain somebody's birthday was yesterday. Uh, Lauren. Yes. It was your birthday yesterday. It was. Oh, me? Yeah. Are you talking to me, that other person in here? Oh, hello, you. <laughs> it was my birthday. Yay! Yay! To birthdays. Happy birthday, Lauren. Thank you. So we went out last night to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, we did. We went to dinner at Maya. Uh-huh. New On restaurant. Sunset. It's really good. Go if you're in the L.A. area. And also... Say we sent you. Yeah. Say that we sent you. And here's your mimosa, Jennifer. Thanks, Dollface. And um, we had a good time. And then we went out to a club, Bootsy Bellows, after mm-hmm. and hung out and had some more drinks. So this is actually a celebratory drink for our first show and for our birthday and Hair of the Dog. Uh, yeah, it is. All at the same time. All at the same time. So while we were out last night, you know, we were always, you know, we're dressed up when we go out. And we yep. go out quite often. If you know us, you know us from our other show called Two Drunk Girls on YouTube. That's right. We so, like to party and celebrate. Yeah, we do. And we're in our 30s, and, like, we, we party responsibly, I would say. Yeah. We I mean, there's no. moments where we maybe have one or two or three or four more drinks than we should. But for the most part, we party responsibly. Yeah. So we were, like, sipping on our beverages last night at the table we're mm-hmm. at, at Bootsy Bellows. And we see, like, some cute guys. Yeah. They come us. up to the table. They're super cool. They're, like, you know, our friend's introducing us. It's, it's her birthday tonight. We think, oh, okay, these guys are, like... They could be fun. And then they just like, it's like they can't stop floating around. They're like going to this table and that table. And they just didn't really like, they didn't really hang. No. And, you know, I mean, listen, you're in a club setting. So like, it's loud. You can't really have like an intimate conversation, but. But can you not meet guys in a clubs at all? Like, is that a thing? I mean, I don't, it's, I don't think it's like the best most amazing place to meet a guy in a club i think that everyone the only thing that's weird about that is everyone goes out with the intention to meet people like most no one really actually nobody does it (laughs) a club or a bar and then people complain like oh well you're not going to meet people if you go to a club and a bar well where the hell am i supposed to meet people then at the fucking library right and also if they're there why can't i meet them do i ignore them i know should i just not make eye contact why are we all out then i mean we're out to celebrate your birthday first and foremost of course i think something in our 30s we've learned is like 
we go out not to chase the night. We don't go out like with a goal. We go out to be with the people we love and like also because sometimes we need a drink or two. Let's right. be honest. Just to like let loose. And because like maybe we got a cute skirt that day and we want to wear it. Gotta wear it out. Gotta do something with it. Yeah. But it's not like we're on the only sole purpose is to go out and like meet a guy. But if you're single, that's definitely like a driving force behind what might make the night fun? Yeah. Well, so obviously we didn't meet those guys last night. Like, no. and those were not our soulmates. And no. and can you meet a soulmate in a club? Well, I know bar? what we have some guests today that will be calling in, and we will ask them that question because I need to know. I need. Otherwise, to know I'll go to the damn library if that's where I'm meeting my soulmate. Well, they say that you should actually go to the places that you would normally go because you would want somebody that's doing similar things as you. So, like, so drinking. So right. Well, our our jam is shopping. Drinking. <laughs> shopping. Uh, what else? Uh, nothing. There's nothing else no. I do. <laughs> that's that's life. And we do a radio show. So that sums us up in three things. Um, but actually, if you guys want to talk to us at all, or you know, follow along on social media and things like that, you should follow at Complicated Show on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. And hashtag Complicated Show. And just ask us questions. Tell yeah. us where you hang out or where you meet guys. Yeah, exactly. Or if you met your soulmate in a club. Or if you want to meet us. Or that. Because <laughs> we can meet you at a club and maybe we're your soulmates. Right. I mean, see how that all came around? I know. That's really nice. So I good. Like Speaking of uh, meeting people in clubs, the clubs that we go to in L.A. sometimes have celebrities there. Yeah. And we have some, you know, some celebrity baggage claim news here, I think, that I personally need to talk about Nick Jonas for a second. Is it because you love him or because he was in the news? I just <laughs> feel like I need to talk about him because I love him. Okay. He um, is broken up with the Olivia girl. Thank God. Uh, she's so gorge. So gorge, and I could never stand a chance. But now he's single. You're gorge. Uh, well, that's very nice. Thank you. But I'm no Olivia, whatever her name cool is. Cool Sure. Um, and Nick Jonas, he... he I I think that he just did, did like a major transformation. Yeah, he got muscles. And he yeah. got real attractive. He cut off that silly hair. What silly hair did he they have? They all had like weird curly mops on their heads. Oh. Look back at old Jonas Brothers photos. They might as well have been handsome. Well, anyway, <laughs> Nick Jonas says that he's in love with uh, Kate Hudson, that he wants to date Kate Hudson. Yeah, he she would be like his ideal girl. And so apparently they've been spotted together and like it's Mm-mm. speculating, yeah, that they've been dating for like a pa- the past month. They've shown up in like Florida together, Orlando at Disneyland. Who does she think she is? Or Disney World? Yeah. I mean, she's been, what, married twice? She's got a kid, like, or two kids or something. She's hot. She can do what she wants. Yeah, but she's hogging Listen, people. Lauren Lee Nelly, don't lie right now. You know you've dated somebody younger before. Yeah, but... How much younger fine. was that guy? I... Like, ten years. Okay, well, what do you, Whatever. Who do you think you are, Demi Moore? I didn't know, but uh-huh. <laughs> maybe in the moment I did. But, okay, it's fine. But all I'm saying is, is now I know he likes older women, I have a chance. You do. You definitely do. So I just wanted to tell everyone that. Hey, and she's she's 36. Yeah. And he's 23. I am not that old. No, you're not. You are one year older, but you are not that. Yeah, yeah one year older than I was last year. Right. Yes. You had not a birth. Her. Just to be clear. Yeah, yes. people, don't get it twisted. Don't get it she's twisted. She's not 36 by any means. What about Cameron Diaz? She also dated a guy that I love, Justin Timberlake, my all-time favorite. 
What happened to Cameron Diaz lately? Uh, well, she's also one of those ones that are older and dating, well, married. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's married to Benji Madden. Jen didn't know that she was married. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to know all the things about celebrities now because of this show, but I didn't before. It happened really fast. And what I have to say about that, since we're talking about soulmates and dating and stuff, is that I think that because Cameron is a little older, she waited to get married. And she, I think, contrary to popular belief, you don't need to date someone for like eight years. No. When you're older, you meet someone and you know. and Way you know faster. Faster. And like, but it did happen fast. She married Benji Madden really fast. It was like a whirlwind. I wonder if she hangs out with Nicole Richie. Oh my god, that's literally the thing I was thinking. Like, does she get to be? She's obviously sister in laws with Nicole Richie. Yeah, I think they have like a very cool crew. It's like them. I think even Kate Hudson's part of it. Oh, and now Nick Jonas. And now Nick Jonas hangs out with this crew too. It's like a whole population Ugh. of awesome people. Yeah. Maybe we can be friends with them somehow. I think we should um, because I think Nicole Richie's our spirit animal. Oh, I love her. She's our spirit animal so much. Um, but yeah, so. Speaking of like Bootsy Bellows and going out and things like that, um, the friend we were with at Bootsy Bellows also works at the Nice Guy, which these people were there this weekend. Yeah. Why weren't we there? I don't know. Well, so Cameron came out of the club and it was a little damp that night. It had been raining. Uh huh. And she slipped. And Aww. her loving husband caught her and like scooped her up and put her in the in the car. Like, photos of this. Yeah, if you're gonna trip and fall, don't do it in front of paparazzi. Don't do it in front of the nice guy. That's like the worst place because there's always paparazzi there. Always. It's like going to the Ivy. But by the way, would you not trip and fall? I would totally. I'm like so klutzy. Oh, I probably wouldn't. But maybe if I was super drunk. Was she drunk? Um, there. The article didn't say that she was drunk, but there's she no was a little haggard. Is what they said. Haggard. Well, like nicer than that. They said, oh, she was um. Oh, shit, I forget. Well, um, it was something not, not favorably nice. yeah. describing her as. Okay, well, you know what? Celebrities are real people, too, and sometimes they trip. <laughs> you know what? They trip, and sometimes they look hungover or drunk. And sometimes they date people way younger than them. And then sometimes they marry them. And sometimes they don't walk straight. Also, Benji Madden has a new tattoo on his head. What? I don't know why. He, also, he's on The Voice now. Oh, I didn't know that. He's a coach on The Voice. No. Oh. That's nice. Maybe he'll... Oh, oh, never mind. I forgot that he's married. I was going to say Gwen. What do you think about Gwen and Blake Shelton? Like, people keep talking about them. Like, like speculating dating. that they're yeah. dating? Because um, they're both divorced. I mean, that's just, like, so speculation all over the place. I don't know. You know what? She seems not so girly, and I feel like he likes a girly Yeah, like girl. big hair. Maybe that's not what he wants anymore, Maybe. Um, speaking of the voice and singing, I have to talk about my song of the day. Because I love, I'm a lyric Nazi, and I'm going to bring a song to you guys every week. And it's either going to be like something that inspires us or something to do with our topic. This one is Justin Bieber this week. Um, Where are you now? Which is one of my favorite songs. Jen loves it. And this is why we had this conversation. He, it's hard to understand what he's saying sometimes. And I want to tell you that the lyrics are not... Now I'm all alone and rejoiced on a moped. Which makes sense to me. He's not on a moped. He's young, though. He's little, and I feel like he does crazy things. He probably has a moped, but he's not rejoiced on the moped. He's rejoiced (laughs) and he's open. It sounds like he's saying moped, so don't say moped. Say open. And if you you say incorrect lyrics in front of me, I will correct you. I've learned a lot of things from Lauren correcting me over the years, and there are songs that I completely make up. Like, totally. <laughs> I'll just go with what I think it is and sing it out loud. And and sometimes the like, words uh, aren't even real words in the English language, which is fine. Sounds, do, if you want to do that, I just happen to be neurotic about it. So if you guys have any questions about songs, tweet us at Complicated Show, and I can probably decipher them for you. And, I mean, see, we're just giving you all kinds of information here. Yeah. Knowledge is power. We're yeah. giving you that. So uh, something else we're going to tell you about is this new dating app. Love it. 
It's called Down. I don't yeah. know how many of you out there are on it. I just learned about it recently and was like, whoa. Okay. Options. Yeah. Options. Because, like, Lauren and I, are, we've, you know, had our fair share of internet experience. And we've been on, like, Happen and all of Bumble and Tinder and Hinge. We're and- really fans of Bumble. But yeah. this, this app, we've been on all of them. This app, it kind of, like, marries them all together. It actually does in a really interesting way. We haven't downloaded it yet, so we can't speak from experience. But we can tell you this is how it functions. Okay. Uh, so basically, it starts out, you are, you're swiping. You're doing the swiping. I mean, all of the dating apps are like swipe, 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 right? Um, and you pick who you, at first it pairs you with people who you may know have mutual friends with yeah so it's kind of like hinge right right then which we all know you'll learn to know that i really like knowing if we have mutual friends because stranger danger you can't just be random in the world i need to know at least two people that know you so we can verify you're human i'm fine with being a stranger i don't really care i just if you're cute and smart and i don't care if you're a stranger or not but all strangers call lauren so hi strangers date me um and then you can choose to get it says get date or get down. So that basically is a little uh, down a like little DTF. More, yeah, like DTF, like down to fuck. Uh-oh. That's what that means. But I don't I mean, listen, some people on Tinder want to do that. But this is being more specific. So it's saying like, you, are you do you want to like casually date someone or seriously date someone? Or are you just here to hook up? Exactly. Which is great because, you know, now you don't have to write that in your profile. And now you don't Everybody have to does like that. waste your time going to coffee and having a pen pal for a week with some guy <laughs> that's just trying to make sex with you. Or remember that one that I got on. Actually, I think I met him on Tinder and he, mm. we were texting back and forth and he, and wrote he sent me, you this, the weird selfie, shirtless selfie, shirtless selfie with like <laughs> stars on his abs. And it was the weirdest, like <laughs> Confederate stars. Wait, no, it was. No, I don't know what those were. Those Jen, are, that's a star that I think are making this guy a racist. No, now. he's also Jewish. I don't really know what the story is, but so stars of David. No, I, no. they were stars. I'll show them to you again because I obviously saved a screen. By the way, guys, if you send us pictures of your genitalia or shirtless, we send them to all of our friends. You're not just. Just texting FYI. Us. Yeah, you're texting everyone we know. <laughs> when all of our friends have seen your penis. Yeah. So, Hi. Now you know. Um, the more so you know. this guy wrote me, like, want to come? We have, like, plans for the night. And so he writes me in the morning. He's like, so you want to come over and uh, hook up and smoke weed oh, yeah. and pass out? And I'm like, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> swipe left. Can I reverse my swipe? Well, so then we didn't text after that. He never wrote me back like, haha, just kidding. He literally no, didn't write back. He wasn't. He so it. this app would be good for you guys because he would have swiped get down and you would have swiped down a date or whatever. Get date. But so only when that matches, then and you have a mutual selection, then they pair you on the app and then you can talk. Right. So in, so, you know, now at this point, what page you're both on for the most part. And hopefully no one's lying. You liars. Yeah, well, we all know guys lie. Yeah. The girls don't do that. No, we're Just guys. Angels. Angels. Lauren likes to sing. <laughs> I'm so good at it, too. She's Thank operatic. God I have a platform now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we think you guys should go on to... Uh, down. To Down, the app. Download it. It's free. And let us know what you think, because I don't know I'm going to do it. Are you? I yeah. love it. Oh, sh- you know what? I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Well, you guys, something else that Lauren and I are going to do every week is give each other a challenge. Oh. So we're going to both download this app. And yeah. Lauren, you're going to, my challenge to you. Okay, God, what? Is that you're going to go out with somebody from down. Like, do I have a time frame? Yeah, in the next week. And okay. then you have to talk about it next Wednesday. Oh, God, that's a lot of pressure. Or you can talk about your interactions with people. But you've got to go on and you got to get things going. I know, but there's only so fast you can go. These guys on the dating apps here in LA, they like don't ask you out ever. 
I mean, they do, but it takes them a long time. Yeah. Well, you know what else was in the news? The fact that Tinder is killing the dating world because Tinder uh, killed the dating star. Exactly. And so we happen to think we're dating stars and we're just dead now at this point. But uh, it's because there's so many people out there. It's hard. And then nobody it's like there's so many there's an influx of people. You're swipe, 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 swipe. And then you never really like follow through with things. I mean, I do it, too. I don't follow through ever, really. No, there's like way too many fish in the sea. Like it goes from having none and then all these options. So like no one commits to anyone, really. No. And it's like, which app are you opening? Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. Who's got time for all this? I don't know. Do you know that 13-year-olds check their social media 100 times a day? 100 times a day. What? They're definitely not learning anything, I can tell you that much. That's scary. Yeah, because, I mean, also they've got cell phones and, like, their classes and things. Like, what are they doing? I don't know, but I think that I probably check my social media a lot, too. I do, too. It's not 100 times a day, but it's, like, 50. (laughs) Maybe we should start (laughs) counting. (gasps) Let's, that's my challenge to you. Oh, shit. You tally. Oh, no. so you're very good at, like, making lists on your phone and shit. I don't do that. But you, so I could, you know, open your notes up. And every time you, you know, go on any social media, which one do you check the most? Uh, Instagram. Me too. Only if I post something, though, because yeah, then I keep I refreshing see, to see the likes. I want to see how many likes. Like, oh, my gosh. Champagne Poppy, my favorite, <laughs> which is Drake on Instagram. Obviously. Has, like, I don't even know, millions and millions of followers. And he is, like, a phenomenon. Like, he posted something the other day. I opened my Instagram. It came up, like, two seconds after he posted. It just was, like, the first picture through my feed. And he already had, like, 10,000 likes. Literally in two seconds. I no believe joke. it. Then I refreshed. And it went in one second to 20,000. Refreshed again. By like one minute, he was up to a million. Literally. Like, it's like the number. It's crazy to see how many people are looking at that picture right. at one time. That's nuts. I mean, the, inf- the social influence that these people have is crazy. Which, you know what? I'm going to give a challenge to all of our listeners. Okay. The challenge is let's get complicated shows, Instagram and Twitter. We need the numbers to get up there. Yeah. So we challenge you to follow us and also tell friends so that we can get to 100 followers on each account by Friday. That's in two days. That's not hard. No, you guys, Guys. please help us do that. That would be so amazing. So go on to Instagram, look up complicated show, and then you'll see Jen and I. Then that way you can see pictures of us because, you know, we're on the radio and you can't see our faces, but you can be more intimate with us now and and see what we look like and how much fun we have together. And then we'll be so happy. And then like our photos and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Same thing. Yeah. Do those things. And then maybe even share this episode. We'll post it. So then if you want to share it, if you liked it enough, that would be cool too. Because then all these people would get to hear it. And like we'd just be able to, you know, keep doing what we're doing. I know. It's so fun. It's It's so fun. It's we just like to talk. So don't don't stop us from talking. Speaking of talking, talk 30 to me. What are you learning in this new year of life? What, What have you learned that people can learn from? Okay, so birthdays are like New Year's. Totally. Why? Are you making goals? Yeah, I think you do. And it's like a rebirth. It's like starting over. Sort of like resets the clock. You're like, okay, let me reevaluate what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. You Then you think about everything you've done in the past year. It's like a marker, just like New Year's. Yeah. So uh, things that I've learned. Oh, my goodness, Jen. Well, <laughs> where do we start? I we have many episodes. think that I have learned, especially with like dating and things like that, just to, I mean, I think you have to trust your first instinct. Like if you feel a connection with somebody, I don't tend to feel connections with people a lot. 
I'm open to doing so. I just don't think that it happens for me very easily. Um, and maybe one would say I'm maybe it's because I'm not open, but I do really think I am open to it. I don't have a lot of like weird stipulations like you must be this tall or you must drive this car or, you know, I just don't. Had you ever had that though? Like when you were younger? I think so. I think when I was younger, you had to be like super hot and like otherwise no, like I was like, no, or I don't know. It's not even that because that sounds really superficial. It's just that like, that's all I think that that's like as not as deep as I was willing to go, but like that was like how I, it was a priority. That's how I spotted somebody. Right. Like you're attractive. And so then I'm going to gravitate towards you. But once I got a little bit older, I realized I met this guy randomly in like an acting class and he is so not the type of guy I would normally go for. And he physically and <laughs> Jen's making faces at me. It's rude. And I know who she's talking about. <laughs> and we're not going to name names. Never. But yeah. he totally surprised me. And I learned that lesson in my late 20s that I'm not like you have to pay attention to people that you may feel like a connection with, but you don't necessarily just look at them right off the bat and think, oh my gosh, I'm you're the hottest guy ever. I want to go on a date with you. Because once I got to know this guy who was very smart and interesting and funny, then I became more attracted to him. So ever since that guy, I have now realized, keep your options open. Yeah, You need to look like beyond those things for the initial attraction. And so... I think I've learned that and just in the last like experience I had like I was you know dating somebody that I don't know was typically like my type really Uh, yeah I think think other people that know me were surprised about yes my yeah my mom is in the studio and she's nodding her head she is I'm actually not that surprised physically physically hmm I could beg to differ but I well I've seen a, a, a variety of of your humans and my type is all across the board. Yeah. But I think that there was something about this guy that was slightly a little different than normal physically. He is a very good looking guy, but there was just something a little bit different. And I, I would say that the reason I would have assumed you would have liked him is because he's a little urban and it's got swagger. Oh, well, that's, that's why. for sure 100% normal for me. Every single guy, I, my type is all across the board, but every guy I've dated has a little right. of that. You cannot be like super white, even if you are white. Just don't be like super white. Like whitey white. Like whitey McWhiterson. Like waspy. I can't do that. Preppy? Preppy. Mm. No, but preppy with swagger preppy is okay. Preppy with swag, I just, you can't, it's like, a, you're too, it's too square for me. Like, you got to give me a little something. Right. You need a little That's face. what I think is sexy. So you need to have that. Otherwise, I'm like, don't. Also, if you can't, like, pick up a football and throw it, I cannot do So if that. he's not sporty spice, you're no not into it. No way. Like, don't read me poetry. I don't want anything to do with that. I need you to be, like, a man. Like, pick up some weights, hang a shelf, mount a TV, throw a football, done. See, now, this is quite the opposite of the person that you were talking about from acting class. What if he recited you, like, a monologue? I'd probably marry him. <laughs> okay, so it's probably person contingent it a little is it is a little bit the person from acting class call her yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> you have my number um no but i yeah the the last so what i learned from the last guy i dated was oh god i really don't i mean i think that i paid attention to like a connection that i felt but i think that there's all you have to pay attention to that within reason 
because I think sometimes you maybe get carried away in the moment of what you think that means. And we'll talk to our guests that are calling in soon about this, but I think that I was really like into the energy that I was feeling with this person. And I don't know that that necessarily always translates into a successful relationship or a relationship that happens turns into anything like I don't I don't know that that means that then you're going to get married or whatever the guy from acting class is the same thing yeah I I have crazy weird energy with this guy at least on my end and I nothing ever happened weird well hopefully we'll get some insight into that um I hope we've got a couple minutes before they call still I would like to say as far as being 30 something clicked for me the minute I woke up and was 30 I'm almost 31 and it was like a weird like wake up call oh what happened uh well uh i woke up and didn't care about a damn thing mm-hmm. <laughs> i woke up and me i was too. like oh that's cool you don't like me good that's fine you've just saved me like so much trouble however if you would break my heart i could lose some weight so maybe date me that for that helps a little. the anxiety diet really is like quite an easy way to lose weight i'm still looking for someone to break up with me so i can lose some weight because obviously it's not happening on its own i'll break up with you no, no would i would bad. actually probably just hide under no a desk that would and, be so sad i, I wouldn't know. do that i also wouldn't let you so. yeah that right you'd be like the annoying girlfriend that would be like call me where are you what are you doing how come you haven't talked to me back and oh wait we already we do that we do that anyway um (laughs) jen i agree i when i woke up when i was 30 which was only like a year ago it was just yesterday (laughs) what are you talking about yesterday i 100 felt like i just didn't really care about the like ancillary trivial things that i did before right and you know i think that is Probably comes with experience. It's not just because you turn 30 and wake up and something happens, like a but bell it, goes off. But it kind of it does. It kind of does, though. I mean, it's not literally like that. But it but kind of is. It feels like that. Like it, If you're paying attention to your life. That's what you need to do is pay attention. Right. Which is something we try to be, you know, you know, practicers of. We try and pay attention to the things that happen to us. So if something isn't working, we're like, okay, why the hell is it not working? And and what can I do better? Because I don't think you and I like to play the victim card. Hell no. So I'm not one of those girls. You guys, we're talking about dating and relationships in Los Angeles because that's the city we live in. But I think this translates to like most major cities. But specifically in LA, a lot of women or a lot of people, well, most people here are transplants, first of all. Yeah. They're not really from here. So a lot of people come here. They move here. They've been here for a couple years or whatever and they're like oh dating so hard in LA it's like okay fine maybe because it's a major city and there's like a lot of pretty people and the men have a Peter Pan mentality here and and people also move here for aspirations they don't move here for love so their first goal is to make something of themselves I think a lot of people also get lost along the way they get lost along the way and a lot of people here are like doing things they're spending a lot of time doing things that they don't really love doing because they have to live and make ends meet so there's a lot of people like pretending to be something they're not. So it's just, there are reasons that it's hard, but it's not yeah. probably any different than New York for its own reasons or Chicago for its own reasons or Austin or right. San Francisco or whatever. I think it is hard to be single in a major city. But back to what we were saying, like we don't like to play the victim card. A lot of my girlfriends or people here will be like, it's just because we're in L.A. And I just don't I, I'm not saying that L.A. is, you know not easy but that's just not it i'm not willing to say that it's i'm not it i'm the common denominator i'm single i've been single for a while so clearly i'm picking the wrong people or i'm doing so but i think that's what we have self-reflection you know yeah well you try really hard um we're actually getting a call right now oh um 
But since our guest's about to call, we're not going to take that call. Oh, we're so sorry that we have so to. So sorry, caller. We have to swipe left on you, caller, because yeah. we have some important guests calling. Uh, we love you, but call next week, um, you know, between maybe 12 and 1230. Or whenever you can, if it's important. But thank you. We appreciate your support, caller. We do. We really do. We love you long time. Um, so, so who do we have calling our guests? Our guests are Molly and Joe, and they're authors, and they wrote a book called The Soulmate Experience and The Soulmate Lover. Lover. So we're going to talk to them about soulmates, especially since we are like on the hunt for yeah, our soulmates. Looking for our soulmate. And we want to talk to them about what it means to be a soulmate. They have a very specific like definition for this. And I kind of want to know more about it. And I'm sure you guys do, too. Yeah. So going back to, though, um, something we've learned in our 30s and, and saying like it's us that might be the issue versus the city because yeah. you have to look at yourself at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that in my 30s, I don't know. Like I've never dated probably more than in my 30s. Me either. And I've been 30 for one, not even a whole year. Oh, yeah. I'm Well, I'm in my 31st year. Okay, whatever. Technicalities. But, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm also surrounded by really great guys. Which yes. I would think are great now, but I don't know if 25-year-old Jen would have thought they no were way. great. 25-year-old Jen wouldn't even have looked at these people. No chance. But like, and it's not because they're not attractive, but because I don't know, like I might have been looking for a celebrity or who knows what my priorities were then. <laughs> like, honestly, like you move to LA and that's what happens. That's what you think. I'm going to be on a soap opera in a year and I'm going to date this person and we're going to get married. And it's like the silliest thing. And then you come to grasp the reality and you're like, yeah. oh my God, I wanted a real person. Yeah. That does things that I want in my life. Like, and we have like commonalities and goals and and things that line up and we could have babies. (laughs) Well, I don't want those anytime soon. Don't get it twisted. Those, those things, those little helpless objects. I don't really want them anytime soon either, but I also feel like I don't have a lot of time to have them. So I sort of like have, you can freeze your things. I don't want to deal with it. Costs a lot of money. I don't It is a very expensive and it's a whole thing. You have to inject yourself and like, I just, I would inject you if you wanted me to. I don't have a problem with needles. Good thing I wasn't into heroin. Good thing. Because I'm glad we cleared the air just now. No black tar heroin for me, but I don't, I'm not afraid of needles. Your mom's face is amazing right now. I am not afraid of needles (laughs) at all. She's learning about you. I'm not, but thank God that that didn't, because that could have been a dangerous combination. Not afraid of needles and wanting to do black tar heroin. Yeah. Would have been. Well, you know, now we know who our caller was. It was Casey. Oh. Casey is our friend and he works in the building. And he's been, he's the best he, guy ever. I bet you he had a question. Casey. Casey, but okay. we'll, we'll call in next week. Yeah, uh, every Casey. week between 12 and 1230 because the guests usually come on around. 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and we appreciate callers. So yeah, he, he's our, our homie and he gives us good advice about guys. He does. And he's also totally. in the dating field. So. Yeah, so we all share our stories together. We do. Yeah. We communicate nicely. We do. Um, so while we're waiting for our guests to call Wait, in. I have something to say about communication. Oh, do tell. Do you oh. know that Mercury is in retrograde? I was just going to say that to you. Shit. It has been really, like, I think, I, sometimes I think, like, is that why all of the shit that just happened to me happened to me? I just went through, like, a thing, guys. Like, it was, like, a dating situation, and it didn't really end that well. And, like, all the technology's been super weird, like... Um, I don't know that that ha- your thing had to do with it, but because it started after that, but um, that was a whole other story that had its own complications. Um, the dating thing, your situation, but, but didn't Mercury and retrograde started after that happened, and oh, it, it has been so bad. Everyone's phones are awry. Like iMessage is actually green now. Like no one's getting actual texts. It's so weird. People are miscommunicating left and right. However, you know who's not miscommunicating? Our guests who are calling Good. right now. Please. 
We need to communicate with them. Hi, is this Joe and Mally? It is, it Molly, is. yes. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you for Thanks. calling in. We are very excited to pick your brain on what a soulmate is. Yeah, uh, that, is, <laughs> that I think is my first question. I'm Lauren. And, and you guys have spoken to me before, Jen. Um, so where are you guys calling from? San Rafael, California. Oh, the Bay Area. My brother lives there, and I'm from the Bay Area. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the Bay right now. Oh, beautiful. Wish I was there. <laughs> um, so first, since you know our, our listeners don't really, I'm sure some may not know a lot about you guys, just a general, like, how long have you guys been together? How long have we been together? Like a dozen years or something, Molly? Something. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. Wow. So you guys really know each other. Yes, we do. And so would you consider yourselves soulmates then by definition, by your own definition? Absolutely. Okay. Then I need to ask you, what do you think a soulmate is? Gosh. <laughs> He's stumped. He's absolutely stumped. Gosh, I, I tried to think about it a lot. <laughs> I'm looking at her over here. What is it? You know, She's totally accepting of me. Hmm, there's, there's one aspect of a soulmate. Okay. Um, Gosh, just loves me unconditionally. Someone really. who, who's willing to help you be the very best you that you want to be. And she's awesome at that. That's her, <laughs> like her forte. Aww. You want to be the best you can be? Come on up here. <laughs> that sounds great. We're you on know, our really, way. we called our book, our first book, The Soulmate Experience, because rather than you know finding your soulmate, because it's an experience that w when we started talking to people about it, most people had had some, whether it was a long relationship or a short one, they had some idea of what that feeling of total connection on every level was like. Right. And some of the qualities of that are what Joe's talking about, you know, total acceptance, total willingness to, to help you rise to your highest potential and have a lot of fun in the process. So, <laughs> right. And that, that totally makes sense. I just actually went through an experience where I felt like I had like a really intense connection with a guy, but it didn't end all that great. And it did end, but I felt like I had what I would think was like a soulmate energy with this person. Is that something that you can experience with someone that you don't necessarily end up with or? Absolutely. I think that's what Molly was just talking about. Okay. Is that soulmate energy is essentially what we're saying is a soulmate experience. And okay. it might be very brief. Right. And still very, you know, transformative. Yeah. And and I don't like to discredit those experiences that I've had in the past with people. They are part of my path. They're part of me becoming who I am today. That's true. Yeah, I think you have to, like, take from it if it does end. Because a lot of people think, oh, I have this intense connection with someone. Then it's going to be something like I'm going to be in a relationship with this person and we're going to get married or we're going to be together forever. But and then you're like, how could it not work if we're so, like, we have this energy that's yeah. so connected? Right. So it's that. And then, but I think what you take from that is, well, you had that brief moment of intense connection. And then what did you learn? I guess it's just hard to let go of that feeling. I think it is. We get, you know, hormonally attached. We get attached in, in our minds that we keep telling ourselves, why didn't it work? Why didn't it last? And that can make it, you know, the breakup and the time take longer to disconnect from it. Yeah. But my feeling is, you know, I've had a lot of soulmate experiences in my life, and all of those people, you know, whether we're still in contact or not, although I like to be in contact, they all mean a lot to me. And I've, I've benefited greatly by Molly's past soulmate uh, relationships. Hmm. 
I eat much better because she dated this five-star chef. <laughs> wow. And learned everything she could from him. So, she really you know, just... That's a, a, tons of reasons why not to discredit, you know, previous relationships okay. where you've actually gotten something out of it. Even if it's just something like this, this inkling of a soulmate energy that you felt. Right, you that know. you'll be able to recognize next time even more. Right. So and how do you decipher? capitalize a little more. Yeah. How do you decipher, sorry to cut you out, but how do you decipher between a soulmate and just somebody that you dated? <laughs> I think that's got to be personal. What were you, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that that energy, that soulmate energy For that sure. you were referring to. Yeah, um, I, I've definitely if, if, dated people. I think that's, you know, if you've got that and you're dating somebody, I think they're, you know, you're, you're having that soulmate experience, even if it's just in a dating you know, short dating spectrum. Yeah, I think you can feel the difference, Jen. I mean, I, I mean, I have I, felt. The I definitely can because Lauren gets a call every time I do. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I know what it felt like—the difference between last time and other times. Like, there's yeah. a difference. Yeah. You know what we found? I mean, we've talked to so many people over the years since our first book was published. We've talked to so many people, and 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 people who have that experience say, you know, I'm not going back. You know, even if it were short, now I know what the quality is I'm feeling for. And somebody. I'm not settling for any less than that quality mm-hmm. of feeling. Yeah. yeah, and that's good. And I think that's why people, I, I think that's a positive thing to take from something that feels so great in the moment and may end. You need to say that that was a good thing that you said, Molly, like you need to know now that that's what you can feel or that's what you're looking for in the future. And that's what it feels like. Recognize that. Because anything could end, right? Even if it's not, you know, your partner ending it, right? Right. Your partner could go out and, as we say, get hit by the beer truck tomorrow. Everything comes to an end, yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, what about- actually, that recognition that it could end in, in when you're already in a relationship is part of keeping it fantastic, is recognizing every day and having that immense gratitude because yeah. this could all end tomorrow. We could be flattened by the earthquake. Oh, don't, Molly, why'd you have to bring that up? I'm from the Bay Area. Because, <laughs> so because this, is, this is a Zen practice of staying in gratitude, you're which right. is a place from which we can manifest amazing things. You're absolutely right. And the fear of an earthquake keeps me in the moment sometimes. I I was in the Bay Area in 89. Like, I am terrified. We even have an Mm -hmm. escape route. We we together have a joint escape route. (laughs) But no, that is a good thing. Like, there's got to be something that keeps you in the moment. And you do need to, like, really constantly appreciate that stuff and not take people for granted. And that's probably part of the reason that makes you guys feel like you make each other feel like the best selves all the time together because you're constantly remembering that. And working at it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And how we don't let, you know, all the normal crap accumulate because, I mean, that attitude of gratitude keeps us aware of, oh, am I letting some kind of little resentment creep in or some kind of expectation and weed it out immediately because we're very clear that that's what clouds the space between us and eventually, you know, leads to people just feeling like they are, you know, buried. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. It's easy to let that kind of stuff just like build up without even knowing it. And then it's too late. It's like you have to constantly maintain that. You have to constantly pay attention to it. And, and even if it's not too late, it's very difficult to yeah. unbury oh. yourself from all those layers of, you know, expectations and upsets. And yeah, people can do it, but I wouldn't want to have to do it. I would not either. Well, that's why it's everyone, easier to keep it clean along the way. That's why people should read your book so they can make sure that they have like a guideline to that. I question like again just specifically about the soulmate stuff because you guys obviously talk about that a lot do you can you can you marry someone or even let's say you don't believe in marriage have a successful long lasting relationship with someone who isn't your soulmate 
think you could, but I'm not sure that you would have that intense fulfillment that you yeah. get, you know, when you are really connected to somebody like you are with what, what people use the word soulmate to mean. But certainly there are many, many, you know, arranged marriages. Yeah, yeah marriage and, of convenience. Yeah. And, or companionship you know, have, versus yeah. soulmate. Yeah. That people have other purposes for being together. True. Right. Green cards. Hey, yeah, we, we actually have been talking a lot about that this week for some reason because there's a website out there that uh, like offers like Russian wives with American men. Just Russian, Jen? No, this one particular site. <laughs> Anastasia date. We've interviewed Oh, them. and they're Anastasia. That's exactly. not totally catered to the Russian market. Right, exactly. Um, so you guys have written a second book, and it's called The Soulmate Lover. And so there's a photo of you guys actually on the front of the cover. I mean, that photo is pretty sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you must have the good, the hardcover edition. Yeah, we do. You guys hooked us up. Thank you. So what what is the photo about? What does that mean? You guys are both facing opposite directions. You are not wearing any clothes. And I'm <laughs> guessing this has to do with being you know, lovers. It came on my 50th birthday. This is what I wanted. I wanted a nude photo shoot with Joe. I'm sorry. We're very I have into- to. I have to interrupt you. You're, yes. That's a 50-year-old. Wow. I have no excuse for my body looking the way it does. <laughs> wow. I'm a lucky guy. You are. Yes. You're both very You're lucky. both very lucky. You're both very attractive. And this photo is amazing. But, okay, so it was your 50th birthday. You wanted to have this naked photo shoot, which is gorgeous. Yes, yes. We we work out a lot. It's one of the connecting things we do all the time. We we're both involved in a lot of different activities, and you know, it's something the, the the physical body to me is something to celebrate. So that's what I wanted. But when I saw the proofs and I saw that photo, I immediately was like, that has to be on the cover of a book. And we were finishing up our book on sexuality, uh-huh. and then I found out that there were many places on the web that that photo cannot be shown because there's a woman's nipple. Uh, yeah, there's a whole movement right now on free Instagram. Free the nipple. Yeah. Yes. Right. So this is our, we are dedicating this to free the nipple. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. I mean, that's a very artful, lovely very, yeah. image. It is. And we can look at all these sexualized images all day long, and they're okay, but this one isn't. So we had to put it on our I cover. I agree. Just because it's nude doesn't mean it's, there's definitely pictures that aren't nude that are inappropriate sexually that, yeah. you know. But this is a beautiful, you guys have to go, where Where can people find this book, by the way, you guys? Because people need to see this and read the books and get the information. But this photo alone is should draw They can you. see that on our website at thesoulmateexperience.com. Okay. And so you can purchase the book there. Yes. You can, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. And where yeah, else? The, the, the non-nude photo version is available everywhere else. <laughs> okay. And what is the image on the non-nude? It's a gorgeous path leading up to a gorgeous ocean. <laughs> no nipples. <laughs> oh, so it's the same as a soulmate experience, kind of like that. It's similar, yes. Yeah. Similar. Okay. Like a path of some sort. Kind of like, like the continuation, you know, right. yes. the hill. And... Lovely. That makes sense. That does make sense. So what can people learn in The Soulmate Lover? It, it really is taking all of the ideas in our first book into the realm of sexuality and because that's staying sexually connected. We had we hosted a bachelorette party here a couple weekends ago, and a bunch of the women, we, we were all asked, you know, what our advice was for the bride-to-be to keep her connection strong, and almost everybody in there mentioned, you got to keep having sex. 
Yeah. And this is this book is about you got to keep having sex, and here are some great new ideas for to keep you motivated to do that. Because that is like you can't just sit around and wait to like feel in the moment. Like sometimes you have to motivate yourself. You have to, to make the moment. Get in the moment. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's just sometimes. Yeah. Like, and one of the things that I love having, I have what I call my love wardrobe, which is a pre-packed little case with all kinds of lingerie and toys and when we go away for a weekend I just grab that thing I'm ready <laughs> and there's always new stuff coming out of there it's amazing oh, lucky Joe <laughs> belly chains and <laughs> nice other, other chains of sorts maybe which I think a, a sex weekend is something that every couple ought to be having on their calendars uh, that sounds fun to that me. That does. I think that's very important. So you guys have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, now, is there information on that that's different from the books or more of the same, like a follow-up? We, we're, we're so many things that we explore and talk about all the time. We've been together almost 13 years, and we have conversations every day about these topics, and there's so many interesting things that come out that we can't really fit everything into our books. So we finally came up with, you know, just putting them out on YouTube as little short talks on really kind of interesting spicy topics and they're really a lot of fun <laughs> they're I'm, quick and oh and that's that's perfect you guys have like different mediums that you reach out to people and i think people probably are interested in knowing that so the youtube channel is what it's uh molly and joe m-a-l-i and j-o-e so okay. youtube.com slash molly and joe it's like a C, C, I think, in there, right? Slash C, slash, slash Molly and Joe. Joe. Okay, great. great. So people go watch that, subscribe, and then you can find the books on your website as well, correct? Yes, and, and everywhere else. And everywhere else, like Amazon, Amazon. Mm-hmm. stores. Right. stores. Great. Perfect. You guys need to see the hard copy of this Soulmate Lover. They've got two, <laughs> the Soulmate Experience and the Soulmate Lover. They're amazing tools and i am they have them in my presence right now i'm going to like fully read them front to back like now yes and so how can people how can people stay in touch with you guys and follow along where are you on instagram and twitter and all those things so we have a big following on Facebook, The Soulmate Experience, and The Soulmate Experience on Twitter, and we are on Instagram as The Soulmate Experience, and our website, and Great. the Molly and Joe channel on YouTube. Keep it simple. All over the place. We love it. We love it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for giving us some insight into Soulmates, and we wish you all the best with your new book and your YouTube channel. And we wish you all the best with your new endeavor. And Thank all your you. new soulmates. Thank, <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for being our first call-in guests. All right. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, uh, be be warm in the Bay Area because it's hot down here. So we appreciate the fact that you've got a little cool weather up there. I'm jealous. <laughs> We like it. All right, you guys, thank you so much. We are excited about your books, everyone, The Soulmate Experience and The Soulmate Lover. Thank you so much, Molly and Joe. Okay, darling. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Bye. Oh, my God, I want to be their friends. I know. They're just so happy and in love and all the amazing things. I just love that they're just like... I make him the best person and she makes me the best person I can be and that's I do really think that that's what a soulmate is I agree I I also do think that like timing has to align yeah like you have to want to work at something because it's not an innate thing to be like okay I know that I love you and like I'm gonna actually like do these changes in me to be there for you Well, that's what exactly what they're saying it's like you can feel like a connection with somebody but it sometimes it doesn't work out and I think the reason why that doesn't work out sometimes is because you 
aren't ready to accept those things about somebody or you're not ready to give those things to somebody. And, you know, you have to be it's a lot of like things meeting at the same time. Right. Which is why that person becomes a soulmate, like uh, like that you end up with the soulmate. Yes. is because the stars have to align, and we really are into all those things here. Totally, um, into those things. You learn something very specific from somebody once. Oh, yes, I totally believe in psychics, astrology, and psychics, and all that that jazz. Samezies. And I was told by a psychic one time recently, actually, that I had soulmate energy with somebody. And I do believe that that's what I felt. And uh, that psychic, but I was like, that doesn't make sense because I'm not with that person. And so what, you know, because I think most people think, oh, he or she is my soulmate. And that term is thrown around really loosely. And I don't think, I think you need to know that it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be with that person. It's an experience, just like Molly and Joe say. You can have more than one experience. This happened to be an experience. And the psychic did confirm that by saying, just because you have soulmate energy with someone doesn't mean that you're going to end up in a relationship with them. It doesn't mean you're going to marry them. So I think that's something to keep in mind. I think that's a great thing to keep in mind. You know, just don't don't make it all so precious sometimes. It is what it is in the moment, and it's an experience. Exactly. And these are some of the things we're going to be teaching you guys every week. And just talking about, we might not even teach you anything. No. We're just also going through it with you. Yeah, we're, we're actually teaching ourselves, and we're using you as our audience Thank for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us learn. Yeah. And try. Um, So just we're going to leave you with a tip, which is in addition to what your psychic said. Yeah. um, To keep yourself open and to pay attention attention. to to the people you meet, because there might be something there that you didn't notice because you were paying attention. You were like focused on a different thing, like their aesthetics. Like, yeah, there might be a connection that you might miss if you don't start opening up and and seeing what's around you we have learned a lot of things as we've come into our 30s and we think that it's you know something that we should remind people to pay attention to is to actually pay attention and just be open to things like you know be open to growing and learning and meeting new people that you wouldn't necessarily potentially pay attention to yeah, so if anybody out there actually wants to pay attention to Lauren, how can people find you? <laughs> they can pay attention to me and find me on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website at Lauren Leonelli. And you guys can follow me at Jennifer Golden everywhere online. Just maybe Google it even. Um, and you can follow us at Two Drunk Girls. That's also, right. Thursdays we have our YouTube video that comes out at 3 p.m. Pacific time. And every Wednesday we'll be here at It's Complicated. And That's you can right. follow us complicated show on all of the things all right you guys thank you for listening to our very first show we are not radio virgins anymore oh my god i feel good i'm glad now (sighs) you can go out and conquer the world and date some people because you've got a challenge i do and so do you yes missy all right well we'll be back next week to tell you what happened with those challenges and we have a new guest next week all right so tune in thank you andre ladon's gonna be here next week he's a music video guy yeah that's right he's a great a great time so tune in next week thank you guys for you know, coming in on our first show, Jen. Cheers. Cheers. Congratulations. My love. Congrats. All wouldn't, right. Wouldn't do it with anybody but you. That's true. All right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.